Hey friends, welcome to Eat, Pray, Hustle podcast. I'm Marielle Senny-Settles and I am taking over. I'm a business owner, a mama, a licensed esthetician, and a self-development enthusiast. In this podcast, we're going to be talking about all things food, spirituality, success. There's no limits, so let's talk about it all. It's going to be a good one. podcast is brought to you by Skinology Skin and Body Studio, a licensed massage establishment in Northwest Tucson and a full-service aesthetic salon. We are your one-stop shop for lashes, skin care, and massage. Our licensed estheticians and massage therapists have years of experience, and we were recently nominated for Best Spa and Massage. Book today at SkinologyTucson.com. We've got a Latina marketing professional here. She's the Community Outreach and Volunteer Manager for MHC Healthcare, Creative Director at Borderlands Brewing Company, and on the board for Handy Dogs, Inc., the Tucson Localista. Welcome, Megan Monge. Hello. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. How are you feeling about being on a podcast? I've done one before, okay. but I didn't do a lot of speaking, so yeah, weird. Okay. Weird. <laughs> Well, I have a million questions for you, so I'm excited that you're here. Thanks for coming on. I want to go way back and talk about what kind of child you were. So I am the middle child, but um, I had to grow up pretty fast and become the eldest. And that's because my older brother has autism, and it's pretty severe. Um... He can't really care for himself, so he depends on my parents, me, and my little brother. So you were always like a little mama helping out? So to speak, yes, yeah. yeah. Were you always a creative? Uh, I don't think I was because I was so busy, you know, just wor- worrying about him yeah and my family so I didn't have time to really discover who I was until now okay you feel like now you're branching out into this now I feel like yeah I'm like my own identity now and it's like I don't know I'm kind of moving away from the nest yeah so now I'm just discovering who I am and owning it I love it and I feel like we're kind of along for the ride a little bit yeah I'm bringing everyone along and um I don't know how I feel about that, but people love it, so why not? Okay. That kind of answers the question of where were you before 2020? Because I did a deep dive into your socials, <laughs> because that's what I do to prep for our podcast, podcast guests, and before 2020, there was like no Instagram whatsoever. Yeah, there wasn't. Um, I was mostly on Facebook. Okay. And on Facebook, I found a bikini competition that you were so in. So embarrassing. <laughs> in 2014, you did a bikini competition. That itself is its own crazy, insane story. Amazing. What kind of training do you have to do to accomplish something like that? Will you ever do it again? Tell uh, us all about it. Probably never again because I didn't do it for myself. Okay. Um, It was a crazy part of my life where I was dating someone who was a trainer And that relationship was super rocky, toxic, and 
he trained me for some time, um, basically helped me become a bikini competitor. And I went through with the whole competition just to get back at him. So I wanted to say it was for me, but it wasn't because I wanted to throw it in his face. But you could do this. (laughs) Right. Okay. So that's why I would never do it again. Okay. Because it was one and done and it was for the wrong reason. Gotcha. But now you have those pictures and you can say you've done it. Oh, I look back and I'm like, I thought I was, you know, not good enough then. That's crazy. I know. Those pictures are amazing. All right. So when did you decide on marketing? When did it change? When were you like, I think I want to help local businesses? So I've been in healthcare since high school. Um, I went to San Miguel High School on the south side. Um, We had to work once a week. So my job in junior year was at El Rio Community Health Center. So I worked in the front desk in the dental department. Um, Dental was a huge part of my life because I wanted to go into dentistry. I wanted to become a dentist. Um, I just didn't think I had the money to go to schooling for that. And so I, I started small and I was like, you know what, I'll graduate go through the hygiene program at Pima, start there. And it just wasn't for me. The more I saw what um, community health was, I was like, I don't know if I want to be a dentist. Just seeing everything. Sure. From patients to just everything you have to deal with. It seems like a lot of work. (laughs) Yes, it's a lot of work, stress. Um, So then I met a pediatric dental resident that I soon became best friends with. And she said, hey, Meg, I'm going to open my own practice. Will you help me open it? She wanted me to leave my um, job at El Rio to go help her. And I was like, no, I can't make that jump. Because at the time, like, she didn't offer insurance benefits or anything. So I was like, I I need that. So I went part-time with her. So I worked there, like, three days a week um, on top of my full-time job. So I've always worked two jobs, like, I don't know how it happens, but I always end up working two jobs in my life. So I went to Sawarita to go open this um, pediatric dental office with her. I soon learned that I had to do marketing, a part of billing, front desk duties, like everything. I had to do marketing as well. Sure, because you have to get people in the door. Right. So and I learned how to get those parents in the door. And it's like... um, I had to create giveaways and um, content for parents to attract them or friends my age that had kids. I would bring them in the door to just come try it out. And they told someone and slowly it grew. And do you find that you enjoyed that part of the job? Is that where it started? That's where it started. Um, That's when I decided to change my degree to marketing because I was still playing around with the idea of hygiene. Okay. And when did it become the Tucson Localista? I want to say around that time or like a few years later. When I met you, your handle was Meg's the Marketer. It was. (laughs) People still call me that. We still call you that. Meg's the Marketer. Yeah, it's, it's catchy. I like it. But I do like Tucson Localista as well. And what I love about you is that you promote small business selflessly. You know, a lot of people do it for personal gain. Mm -hmm. And with you, it's like, let me just promote these businesses because they're great. 
Right. And I love that about you. I think it's amazing. And I'll tell you why I changed my Instagram handle. Tell me. So it was Meg's a Marketer. It flows wonderfully. Like, I love it. I love the ring to it. And my name's in it. When I was going around doing these small business promotions, um, I found that the social media managers behind those Instagrams would not repost me. And I felt this weird energy, like they maybe saw me as a threat and didn't want to repost my stuff because I was branded as a marketer and they were also a marketer. Uh, like you were coming for their jobs. Or yes. Something. So that's why I said, I need to change my name. This is not working. So I had to pivot, think of a cool name, yeah. change my name and voila, like. The Tucson Localista makes you more of like an influencer, I think. Mm -hmm. How do you like being an influencer? What do you feel about the title influencer? I just get so many mixed feelings about it because I hear so many people talking negatively about it. Oh, it's so cringe. Like, they hate it. So then I'm like, okay, I'll, I guess I'll be whatever, digital creator. That's yeah. what I picked on my Instagram um, as like the little setting. Yeah. So I now, I mean, people still refer to me as an influencer, but then... Others refer to me as a content creator, digital creator. Yeah. At what point did it become a business or when did you think to yourself like, hmm, I could probably make money doing this? I landed a pretty big and cool collab and I was like, okay, maybe this could be something big if they believe in me. Yeah. So. Can you talk about what that first one was? Um, well, my, my biggest one has been Snooze. Okay, yeah. Snooze, the AM Eatery. Um, I signed a six-month contract to work with them. Cool. So I go and dine and take pictures, create a video. Um, they host me for free. Amazing. Yeah. And you get to go and have brunch and mimosas and mm -hmm. get paid and take pretty pictures. Yep. I love it. It's the dream <laughs> job. Do you remember in late 2020 having a sit-down with my husband Gabe at the Blacktop Grill? Oh, my God, yes. And I, I still remember it till this day. He tells me, Mija, in five years, in five years, it'll happen. And I'm like, what's going to happen in five years? Yeah. Gabe was like, you, he told me about the conversation. He was like, she came in, she was like thinking about doing marketing. And I told her to go for it and mm -hmm. to just do it and to not give a F what anybody thinks. And I feel like you followed that. Yeah. And without even thinking about it because like I had that conversation and then like life just happened and then now I think back and he told me in five years it's the five-year mark that everything happens and it's gonna it's be crazy a, but it, it's gonna be a boom yeah yeah cool he he remembers that conversation and I remember you coming in and just being like you know I need to up my food picture game mm -hmm. so can I do this for you guys no charge yes and that was so much fun it was fun and it was just amazing for you to give back to a, a small business like you don't know how much we appreciate it yes truly. And, and people don't realize the power of sharing mm -hmm. sharing a picture of your food share it or on. a video yeah you don't have to say anything just post it it seems like you've gotten more comfortable talking in front of the camera lately mm -hmm. how do we get more comfortable with this I so, still get uncomfortable 25 podcasts later. <laughs> so start small. Okay. Um, do a voiceovers. Okay. Oh my gosh. The power of voiceovers over a video. You don't have to show your face if you don't True. want to. You, you can talk. You can have um, your significant other or your best friend record you um, doing, I don't know, stuff in the restaurant and then just add a voiceover. You don't have to necessarily talk in front of the camera and kind of 
you just find your own groove. Okay. I like it. What platform should we be focused on? We I, have Twitter. We have Instagram. We have Facebook. Yeah, there's, there's so much out there. You mentioned LinkedIn. I think LinkedIn is so underrated. Okay. So underrated. And is it the new Instagram? Not the new Instagram, but you shouldn't shy away from LinkedIn. Even as a business owner, I think you should be on LinkedIn. What are the benefits to LinkedIn as opposed to the other platforms? You reach a whole different market of people. You reach the professionals. Okay. And those professionals, they host Christmas parties. They host all these events. And if you're a business on there and you're posting about your success and what you have to offer as a business, you'll attract those professionals that need a place to host their party. And I think that's a huge win. Okay. I think it's underrated. It I, is. Okay. We got to get on there. LinkedIn, everybody. <laughs> yes. What are your thoughts on ads on social media? Do you feel like these are underrated, undervalued? Uh, ads annoy me. Okay. <laughs> Tell me more. If I'm going to be on the app scrolling, I don't want to really necessarily see an ad. Okay. And I don't see ads locally. I see ads from like different states and it's just weird. And yeah. I, it doesn't catch my attention because I'm not on there looking for, for products. Um, I'm on there just to see other creators, I guess. Sure. It does catch you off guard. I bought a pen the other day. A pen? A oh, pen. the pen. <laughs> the pen. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did click on the link. I, hey, that did catch my attention. but it was like And a, that's only because I'm house hunting, yeah. all that stuff. You're nesting. Yeah. It was an, what, what's the brand? Our home our nest or something something our pan yeah that i just needed because but, i but saw the colors the are beautiful it's beautiful <laughs> all right so how important is it having like-minded women in your corner oh i i feel very mixed about that okay tell us about it um i feel like you could have like-minded women in your corner but there's always going to be that tension that I feel. I feel this tension of, you know, the need to compete with them. So I refer to myself as a lone wolf. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I just feel against it kind of in a way. And for me, the more people preach about like supporting women, it, it's just not for me. Okay. You shouldn't have to preach. Like you should be out there doing it. Just do it. Yeah. Yeah, instead of talking about and it. And I don't know. I don't necessarily need another like-minded woman in my corner because mm -hmm. they're not going to help me get to where I need to get. I've already gotten to where I need to go. Okay. I don't know if that makes sense. But if they're like-minded and they're kind of in the same boat as me, I don't know. I just feel very weird about it. It's a weird situation. <laughs> it's a weird situation. Okay. And I'm not for it. Okay. Yeah. My husband got a message the other day from another man. Never met the dude before. And he's like, dude, you are the epitome of grit. Such a great compliment, right? Just like really nice. And I said to him, wow, what a compliment from a stranger who just kind of sees what you're doing. I haven't gotten any compliments from anybody like that. That's kind of amazing. And he said, yeah, it's because men kind of support men differently than women support women. And I would love to change that. Mm -hmm. That's why mm -hmm. with this podcast, I'm like, let's bring on all of the ladies 
let's see how they do things let's kind of collaborate let's share them and their ideas and just make it like a sisterhood a womanhood you know like a a powerful thing yeah instead of a competition right but I feel like there's always going to be that competition no matter where you go it's Mm -hmm. always going to be there it's always going to be present okay so I just feel very weird about it (laughs) you kind of have like your guard up then I do yeah and it's just because of friendships I've had in the past. Okay. Where there was that competition and now we're not friends anymore. Oh, okay. So, so yeah, you have to keep your guard up, I guess. <laughs> how do, With that said, I mean, how do you deal with the internet trolls and mean girls? Um, thankfully, I haven't had a lot. Okay. And that's because I don't open the door for that to come in. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't put negative things out on my Instagram. Right. Um, because that only opens the door to bringing negativity into your life. So anything I share on my story, it's all positive. It's, um, if it's going to be about my personal life, it's going to be positive. I'm not going to share anything negative or because it just allows people to treat you that way You're or right. have that negative feeling towards you. So I, I don't allow it. I don't, I don't do it. <laughs> I so like that. I've only had like maybe one, but it, I don't know if I would call her a troll. She was just... Um, talking about how one of my videos had a dog in it and if it was dog friendly. And I said, no, it's not dog friendly. Like I, I would say it in my video if it was dog friendly or in the caption. And the dog that you see in the video is a service dog. And you can't tell because the dog is black. The harness is black. So it's really hard to see that it's a service dog. But if you see, you know, multiple dogs, then I'm going to say it's dog friendly. But I politely told the person like oh you know I have a dog friendly page that I post on for dog friendly places in Tucson Mm -hmm. and that was it okay so I didn't get unfollowed like she still follows me so it was you just have to also be um have your own little customer service department (laughs) sure (laughs) as a person (laughs) yeah because it'll come back it's true you know what I hate is opening up Instagram opening stories and having people complain like, oh, I have a headache or oh, I had a terrible day. If I see that, I'm going to hide your story. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't care who Or I is. mute people. <laughs> mute people. And then I never see them again and then I have to go search for them. Yeah. So it sucks. <laughs> I don't know how to unmute them. I mute people <laughs> all day long. Not because I hate anybody. Not because I'm like trying to cause a fight or anything. But only because I'm trying to protect my energy. Mm-hmm. And I can't have the negativity. So I love that you said that about keeping everything positive. I love that. <laughs> So you are the creative director mm-hmm. at Borderlands Brewing Company. Tell us about that position and what it entails. What's your kind of day-to-day over there? Oh, my God, you guys. This has to be the funnest job I've ever taken. It looks fun. Um, I am a huge beer lover. Um, I love cream ales. It sounds weird because I don't see a whole lot of cream ales, but... The Orchata Cream Ale at Borderlands, my go-to. Mm-hmm. Fill my mug with just that. <laughs> Borderlands is known for the Orchata Cream Ale. No, they're known for the Tool Avenue okay. IPA. Do they still do the German chocolate? That is seasonal. Seasonal, okay. And we get people asking for it at um, beer festivals. Like, during the the hottest summer ever, <laughs> you want to... A really heavy beer? Yes. I want the heavy beer <laughs> with the wax seal. Oh I want to take God. it home, have a moment, maybe bake with it. Yeah. 
No, but the German chocolate is delicious. I actually mix that with the horchata cream ale, and it is so good. Oh, interesting. Do you guys have any plans for a non-alcoholic? Um, not that I know of, but we do offer the athletic brewing, which is an an A beer. Okay. Um, we have NA options. Okay, cool. So, what is your job like there? What do you get to do? Uh, I get to plan events. Um, I work with the most amazing team ever. Um, it's crazy because you don't realize that we have a whole operations department that I'm part of. And it's amazing to see like the hard work that goes into everything that we do. And you guys have one of the only female brewers in yes. Tucson, right? Mm-hmm. Can we talk about Ayla? Ayla is amazing. Can Ayla come on the podcast? I'm sure she can. I'm sure she would love it. Okay. I've been like <laughs> silently following her for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's great. She's won awards. Um, It's awesome. Very cool. Because it's not, brewing beer is, you need like a degree. It's like an art form, right? It is an it, art form, yeah. She has studied all this. For sure. And she's, from what I hear, one of like the best brewers in mm-hmm. Tucson. So you get to go in and kind of watch her and watch what she's doing. Um, Not necessarily, but I do sometimes go to the brew days. Okay. But I go to create content uh, for the stories, but not, I don't know the whole science behind it yet, which I probably should know, but I haven't taken the time because I work a full-time job on, par- on top of this. Sure. <laughs> but I would love to. I would love to learn everything that goes into making, you know, my favorite beer. Yeah, it's fascinating to me. So with that said, tell us about your schedule. How do you do, which days are content, which days are work, what's your hourly schedule? How are you here on a Tuesday morning? So I work full-time at MHC Healthcare. I work four tens, um, which allows me to be flexible. I schedule meetings all the time, so it allows me to be out on the field. And because my title is a community outreach and volunteer manager, I'm out in the community. So um, with my borderline schedule, I work there about like 10 hours a week. And I wouldn't say like I work there. Um, I work remotely. Okay. So I could work basically from anywhere yeah. to do that job. You go in and take content how often? Um, so we have a really neat way of doing it. We have our own um, photographer, videographer, and it's like a two-man job. So he goes and takes, creates the videos and stuff, and I post it, and I strategize um, the hashtags uh, what we're posting, I guess. Okay. Yeah, so I do research. I do a lot of research on what's trending right now and just communicate to him, yeah. hey, this is what's trending. Let's film this and let's make it like a beer uh, reel or TikTok. Yeah, it takes a village. It does take a village. Yeah. Um, I don't think I could do um, – you definitely need a team. Absolutely. You can't just be a one-man person. No. So – do you have any advice for people that are looking to get into the marketing industry? I would definitely get out there. Okay. Get out into the field. Um, start creating. Start making those connections. Um, for me, it was a lot of networking. And now I've built my network to a good size. Yeah. Do you need a marketing degree in order to do marketing? You don't. And I know so many people that don't have one. And um, <laughs> I guess I'm one. <laughs> yeah. Because I-, I went to school for marketing and it's just very, very expensive. Sure. Very expensive. 
So I, I, I guess I kind of have half of a degree, you know, yeah. so to speak, because I, I know like some of the book stuff, but to be honest, you could become a successful marketer without school. Absolutely. Because it's all out on, you have to be out in the field. You just put in the work. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So tell me about a day in your life. So day in my life, um, I have to do a lot of research um, to plan a month worth of content. Mm -hmm. So I have to do some market research. Uh, what are the competitors doing? And not competitors in Tucson. I look in other states. California? Or, specific uh, states or? No, no no specific states um and it's in both of my jobs like in healthcare I look at other health centers what are they doing what kind of content are they creating what are what's trending mm -hmm. you know if you like look into a hashtag and do research you know just see what other people are doing and then either do a spin off of that or create your own so you're dedicating a couple of hours to, to research. research okay and then you're doing your 9 to 5 Yes. So I do my nine to five. Um, <clears throat> that consists of a lot, a lot of work. So I dedicate like either time before work or time after work to do uh, borderland stuff. So once I have all of my content planned for the month, like I have a schedule of posting like at 6 a.m. or later in the day. Okay. And what are the apps that you're loving and utilizing? I use uh, Planoly to plan my content. Um, I use a lot of planners. <laughs> I, I have a planner for each job, so. Like physical paper planners. Physical paper. I like to jot things down or yeah. ideas. Um, I'm going to try and transfer to using my iPad a little bit more, but I haven't got used to it. So I like writing with my cool pens. I like writing with pens, too, <laughs> like putting your pen to paper. So tell me about your new home. Oh, man, we've been house hunting for about like two to three months. Uh, we sold our house in Rio Rico um, due to my honey's job. So he no longer works down at the border. So now we're moving up north and he is switching agencies, law enforcement agencies. And we're going to be able to live close to my, my full time job. So I'm going to live like five minutes away. That's exciting. So I'm hoping to hopefully ride my bike to work <laughs> that is amazing and he's the sweetest oh my god he is hilarious and you know maria because i met him and he's just like so smiley and happy and bubbly and he was like your assistant director to mm -hmm. your photo shoots at but Black sometimes Top. we butt heads and it doesn't work <laughs> out and i can't have him on set with me because oh. only there there can only be one director do you hear that boo <laughs> one director <laughs> I love it. But he does try and help, right? He does. And yeah. he's the sweetest. But sometimes I'm like, okay, I have a vision on like what I want to do. And sometimes he he tries to make it his vision. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I got hired for the job. <laughs> right. He gets excited and enthusiastic. Especially at, the, uh, at our photo shoot because they got to have beers mm -hmm. and kind of hang out. So what is it like being a dog mom? Because you have a bunch of them. I have two. Yeah, I used to have a, I used to have um, three mini schnauzers in total, but I have one now, and I have a Doberman. Okay, and who, what kind of schedule do they have? Do they go? Um, so Wes is my mini schnauzer, and he's just the tiniest little ball of joy. I love him, and Harley is our Doberman. Um, 
She's going to be two in November, but she's going through some health issues. And it's just kind of been like a downer in my life right now because we're worried about her health and she's losing some weight because of liver issues. So she's on medication right now. So she has to take a medication in the morning and a medication at night. Okay. So we're keeping a close eye on her. Can you tell us about your involvement with the Handy Dogs nonprofit? I know you sit on the board. Yes. Yeah, so my friend Robin, who is a awesome photographer, she did a photo shoot of me and Wes. So we had this cute little doggy photo shoot. Um, that's how I met her. I met her. I meet everyone on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So I met her on Instagram and we did this photo shoot and she said, hey, you'd be great as a board member. Um, you're involved in the community. So then I joined. So I've been on the board for a few months now, and my involvement with them is helping them with marketing efforts and just creating more brand awareness for them. Very cool. How do we get involved? How do we help? Uh, We take donations on our website. Uh, We also have really cool events throughout the year. Uh, We're going to have doggy shorts coming up. So if you go to Handy Dogs Instagram, you'll see more information on there. Very cool. I love that you do that and that you help. It's, yeah, and it's, it's like another way to get back. I love back. dogs. So, and another reason why I joined is because um, they're handy dogs. So these dogs are trained to help um, their human um, do everyday things, like from opening the door to just being their service dog. Amazing. What are your top three Tucson restaurants? So number one, you all know I love Barista del Barrio. Barista del Barrio. Yes. What's your order there? Oh, man. It's the Orcheso iced. um, Sometimes I get CBD shots. Okay. Um, I got turned on to that, like, earlier this year. So I do it here and there. Um, And I get the chorizo burrito. Sometimes I don't get egg in it because, I don't know, I'm just – I love egg, but sometimes it's too much for me. Yeah. (laughs) So I'll say either light egg or no egg. Okay. But, oh, my God, it's delicious. It has – beans cheese potatoes chorizo and you get like a really nice little treat because you think you're ordering one burrito but it comes with two. Oh, and they're kind of pressed so they're grilled that sounds good i i don't think i've had the food there but i've definitely had the coffee and oh, yeah. it's such a cute little corner mm-hmm. that's number one so what else number two is miss saigon i love um, their pho. Downtown? Downtown, yeah. Okay. That's the one we normally go to. Okay. Um, I love their fried egg rolls. So, <laughs> funny story. We, um, the first time we ordered those, it came, I mean, it comes with a thing of lettuce mm-hmm. and noodles and sauce. And we, we would go there so often that we would just leave the lettuce. We don't know what to do with it, right? So, I, one day, like, I mustered up the courage to ask the server, like, hey, what do I do with this lettuce? She's like, oh, you just kind of make, like, you're a little, like, a bowl type thing. So you use a lettuce. It's like a little cup. And you put the fried egg roll. And you can um, put the little cucumbers on, the, on there that it comes with. And then noodles. And then sriracha. I thought they were just garnish. No. There's a reason behind <laughs> having those on the plate, too. Amazing. <laughs> and it is delicious. I won't eat them any other way. Okay. What's number three? Number three. Oh, what's number three? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I like scroll through my Instagram to see like what are my favorite restaurants, but that's hard. You kind of go all over. I go all over the place. Yes. You were at Dominic's last night. I was. Was that your first time there? It was, yes. What did so, you think? Funny story. We were um, at the Ashley Home Store uh, furniture shopping 
and we we got hungry so we're like okay where are we gonna go eat so i said there's this place that i haven't been but i've been wanting to go and it was nearby it was like eight minutes away Mm -hmm. so we stopped um they were super nice uh they sat us in like this like darkish corner with some like mood in there yeah <laughs> it was very intimate and it was just us i'm like okay this is perfect because it's like our last little date before i see my honey in like six weeks because he's going to the academy right now wow so it was like our little day date yeah it's like a romantic little new york night yeah in the middle of tucson it was perfect like <laughs> i don't know the yeah it was amazing cool i love <laughs> it so how do you hope to be viewed I hope to be viewed as a force of, like, positive impact in Tucson. Um, not so much of a cheerleader, but just, like, this positive person who just brings joy to Tucson and highlights awesome small gems that need to be highlighted. Yeah. I think you do a really good job of that. <laughs> I think you're already doing that. When was the last time you cried? Oh, man. Um, I cried, like, maybe, like, a week or two ago, but I, I, I don't remember why I was crying. <laughs> We're women. We cry <laughs> all the time. I know. I, I don't re- I don't know. I definitely am a crier now. I, I didn't used to be. I think it's a hormonal thing. It could be, yeah. It's a woman Definitely, thing. yeah. Do you cry to your honey or do you, like, Oh, no, I cry alone in the car. Yes. <laughs> That's the way to do it. Yes. <laughs> For sure. (laughs) Or like in the privacy of my own shower. Yes. All right. Uh, What was the last gift you gave someone? The last gift. It was uh, to my friend Steph. Um, I gave her this really, really nice smelling candle from Trader Joe's. And I gave her like a a little bag full of goodies. Um, What else was in there? Don't remember. But for sure, I remember the candle. It was really nice smelling. But... She gave me a um, phone holder because we do Peloton classes together. So um, she doesn't have like the monitor to like see me. So we FaceTime. So we're like, okay, we've got to find a better way because I put my phone in like the bottle holder of my Peloton. So it's like we can barely see each other, but we're talking to each other. Yeah. <laughs> so she gave me like a little phone mount for my bike. Oh, that's so. sweet. I like that. Can we switch gears to talk about your hair? Yes, let's <laughs> okay. do it. You have amazing hair. I need to know all your tips and tricks and secrets. So um, for a while, I was known for having like a short bob. And I loved it because it was so easy to just shower and go. I didn't even dry it. <laughs> it would air dry. Um, recently, I like having long hair. Um, I do go to one person and one person only for my haircuts. And it's Erin Jean Powers, who just opened her own salon it's um craft collective i believe by tucson hop shop and i went to her um i want to say like a year ago is when i found her she did my first haircut and i loved it she i have very very thick hair so um i need it to be layered in a specific way so i have volume but it also takes the weight off because it's just adds a lot of weight yeah not too heavy and what about products anything specific products um not really I do have a lot I think the most the one product that I always use is like dry shampoo and it adds a lot of volume so 
All right. And it's not a specific one. It's just whatever I can find at Costco okay. <laughs> in a bundle. So what's next for Megs? Oh, man. Um, well, I'm probably going to be a wife one day soon. So I think that's like my next journey is taking that next step with my my honey. Okay. Um, we're going to be moving into our new house like late November. It's being built right now. And it's weird because like we didn't see it from like start because we just went in at a weird time, I guess. So we're just watching like the end process of it, I guess. So, so yeah, just being like a mini housewife. Okay. <laughs> so trying to kind of get like your yeah, little I'm just family switching unit going. Gears, yeah. yeah. Slowing down maybe. I don't want to slow down. Um, I just want to be go, go, go. But I also have to keep in mind of, you know, now I'll be living with someone full time and um, just. Have you ever lived with anyone before? I have. And that was a shit show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was bad. Well, now you're prob- you're older and more mature. So I'm yes, sure. Yes. Now I know what I would do differently. Let me tell you the secret to a happy marriage. Separate bathrooms. His and hers. Hmm. You keep your stuff in one. He keeps his stuff in another. Interesting. And it'll be peace. I don't know how that'll work because the other bathroom's like on the other side of the house. It's cool. Take the bathroom <laughs> far away from the other side oh and make yourself comfortable in it. I'm telling you, that's like the secret. That is hilarious. <laughs> so where can everybody find you? Give I, us all your links. Okay. Let's start with LinkedIn. Um, I'm Megan Monje on LinkedIn. And on Instagram, I'm the Tucson Localista. Well, no, I changed my handle. So because people could not find me. I so, couldn't find you. So I changed it to Tucson Localista instead of the at the beginning. But I like it. I couldn't change my TikTok. So the TikTok is the Tucson Localista. Okay. But I wanted to make it more user friendly. And when they search Tucson, I pop up. Okay. Will so. you have a website at some point? Probably not. No? No. It's just too much work and too much upkeep when... If my Instagram is doing fine, that, that's all I need. Okay. Cool. Maybe someday. I don't know. I want to thank you for everything you're doing for Tucson local businesses, first and foremost. I think it's amazing. I think you need to keep doing it. And I think, you know, just following that advice of just do it without worrying what anybody else thinks. I think that has served you well and we need to keep it going. Yes, for sure. And I want to thank you for being on. Thank you. Hope you guys enjoyed our podcast. <laughs>